said, oh, Lord, Jesus is a fire. What are we talking about? If you understand liberty, you realize that we don't need them to tell us what to do or what we should do with our money. I don't sell crack. I'm a prostitute. Look at that baby. He's so cute. Oh, give me that. They did a great job. Wow. The bottom line is you can't fight reality. And the reality of the situation is people don't like to watch women play sports. I know that. I know I'm supposed to lead by example. I'm the king Sukkot. I mean, it's strange to me too, but we talking about. You want to restrict my right to buy a firearm and protect myself. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we're talking about. I'm here to stand up for the law-abiding citizens of this community. I am the majority. The majority of the people in this city are law-abiding, and they want their constitutional right to be able to bear arms. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we talking about. Fucking Captain Caveman over here. They get better at night. They still kind of do it. They also get much more, um, which is kind of funny. So during the day, they don't like, they kind of keep their distance. But at night, they like always, they're all up on you. Like they have to be like touching you. Like I'll have like, you'll have just like two dogs on. Because they like that body heat. Mm. But at day when it's hot, they're so yeah, like, they're almost over. like, I don't want to touch you, bro. Yeah. Get your body heat away from me. <laughs> like, I have to be around you. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of, it's kind of cute that like at night, they kind of start snuggling up to you. Yeah, and that's like, sweet. That's like much more than, at night, they're definitely much more like snuggly and cute. And mm-hmm. daytime, they're much more like barky and whiny <laughs> and complainy. And complainy. Fetching all over the house. <laughs> Making up words now. What's my new dumb thing? <laughs> like, I don't even know complaining. Is that even a word? <laughs> I just now say it with confidence. Yeah, I just learned that if you just if you're just confident about there was one I said the other day that my coworkers give me shit about. I'm like, dude, it makes sense. You just combine the words. Like, it was like, um, oh, he was like, um, he was like, yeah, I go canoeing. Canoeing. That's and I was like, oh, like you're a canoer. <laughs> <laughs> or, or is he a, a canoeist? He's a canoeist, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Canoe sore. You know, canoe. But he was just making fun of me. He's like, oh, that's not what it's called. But I'm like, yeah, but that's like, it just makes sense. Like, that's what you would say. Like, yeah, technically you pull out the dictionary and like, you're right. I mean, I'm wrong. Yes, on a college paper, I would get marked down a point. But come on, you know what I mean? Like, you know, what? Like the context kind of makes context kind of makes sense. But then I'm, the best joke I made was like, canoeer? I barely even knew her. That's another dumb thing I do is I try to do that joke with everything. <laughs> like basically anything that ends in ooer, like or er. <laughs> you could just say like. <laughs> <laughs> good words. They sound good together. Like, what's a word that's er? Mm. 
Manure connoisseur. Manure. Manure? I barely even knew her. <laughs> you just kind of like, oh. Sewer. And it's kind of funny because you're just like, obviously people are laughing. It's like a laugh at me for being, you know, dumb on purpose kind of sewer. thing. But we're not going to court. Sewer. Yeah, sewer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do any business with her. <laughs> so this joint is pretty big. It's pretty like, I don't know, the guy was just like, here's a free joint. This is actually like, you know, usually those free joints are like little. Little, yeah. And they're usually like long. pretty dumb, like. It's more filtered than. Shake weeds, like the, the bullshit shake. It, yeah, it goes. This looks like a pretty, it's like in a sealed container that says, what was it? Yeah. Watermelon or something? Watermelon Pez. Watermelon Pez? It's supposed to be a big deal stuff. Turn on. I'm to enjoy all my weed now. Why? I'm gonna be a pothead. So I was gonna quit weed like now. I was gonna quit like September. September and kind of, I know I'm like, that's like the last, I've quit a bunch of stuff in my life, like in order, like smoking, drinking, uh, porn, eating like sugar. Like I still do it, but it's like, like the amount has been like significantly reduced, you know, carbs too. Like I have this big bag of fries right here and it's like, Kind of like this is supposed to be my cheat day. This is supposed to be like payday cheat day. I've worked my fucking ass off for the last week, but even still, like I'm having a hard time like eating that bun or like eating those French fries, you know? Because it's just like I've been so good about not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like it's supposed to be my cheat meal, and even on my cheat meal, I'm like ah, I can't do it. So I've been like disciplined and quitting habits, but it's all been because I smoke weed. So it's like if I'm if I'm like smoking cigarettes and I'm like fuck, I need a cigarette, I just get high. Yeah. You know, or it's like, oh, if I'm having have like a sugar rush, it's like, oh, I'll just go get high. You know, <laughs> it's the best to like, you know, I'll just go get high. <laughs> it's a, uh, but so now I've like pretty much quit everything. I mean, I'm still working on like the final last touches of sugar, final last touches of carbs. Um, Dude, but I now it's like wheat. I gotta quit the wheat. But I'm also moving to Tennessee. The tortillas, yeah, that's the big one. That's the, so that's like as much as I go as I get the tortillas. Like that's as much carbs as I have like right there. Like I usually do no bread. I get like the lettuce wrap bullshit. Oh, yeah. Like the <laughs> and the, the brown. Wraps. I should have done that. I was I, they had it. They had it as the option to order. Oh. I was gonna do it, and I literally was like, no, don't do it, dude. This is your cheat day. And now that I have like that burger in my hand, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just gonna eat the, be a little bitch and just peel, peel off the bread. <laughs> be that guy. Be that Southern California millennial, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I was gonna, so like this was kind of like every two months-ish I was quitting something. So now it's like, all right, now now, now it's two months of let's quit, let's quit some weed. Let's quit like, weed. It's like Arkanoid. But I'm, knock out all the yeah, just get calendar year. Just by, you know, end of the calendar year, just be better than everyone in the world by just, you know, <laughs> not being a sinner. <laughs> Sinning no more. I, I like to balance stuff. Um. No, it's fine. I mean, I've been I think if you're just healthy about it if, you, if it doesn't control your mind that's the problem is like for me it's very, it's very like mind control where it's like like cigarettes of course where it's like it's not even the act of like getting the buzz it's just the routine it's the every two hours going outside collecting my thoughts 
it's that. It's not even like the fucking smoke going into your lungs. It's just like the mentality of that. So you have to like, I have to like really like spend time breaking this like mental habit, you know, that like dependency on that moment. And some people, it's, I think a lot of people and where it's much more tricky is when your body does, when you do have that. Which I don't know. This is my, I'm like dumb guessing. I don't know if it's like actually scientific, but like <laughs> my assumption is that it just seems like some people have like actual like like they're alcoholics where it's like physically they can't fun. I mean, it's really like a physical level. I was kind of just like I can't go out and like hang out with friends without a beer in my hand just because like the social thing, just for like the mental like going like the ritual of it, like you said. Well, my thing is I never drink alcohol two nights in a row. Smart. That was really smart. I, I always abstain because I know <laughs> I'll feel extra, extra shitty yeah. by that third morning, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I always uh, give my bloodstream time in between. <laughs> yeah, I'm not much of a drinker, really. I prefer to smoke than drink. Yeah. But Which I is, too, I mean, and after everything, it's like smoking is by far... But I do like certain things, like oh, like wine with <coughs> pasta or like a beer with a brat. You know? Fuck yeah! Like certain stuff at a baseball you, game, yeah. You can't not do it, you know. Or a, a concert. Got to go to a. Chips. If I'm at a concert, I can't not have a beer. I mean, I can't not have a little bit of a beer buzz. <laughs> Expecting company? No, they just bark at dumb shit. <laughs> do you ever see ghosts? I don't, not them. My dog growing up totally did. I think my dog growing up, like, had, like, some kind of, whatever that, like, yeah, that dog sense was. She was, like, and she was kind of weird, like, paranoid and, like, terrified. Like I said, like, so we discussed before, if I put this in, <laughs> end up putting this in, we discussed beforehand that I, growing up, had a dog that was, like, 150 pounds, like, this huge, big lab, black lab, and she was a big coward, like, terrified of everything. She was real jumpy, real jittery, but she also, like, had this weird, like, intuition about shit. Like, she knew when stuff was, like, about to fall. Like, she would, like, almost, like, I don't know. So It's hard to explain. Like, I can't really pick out a moment, but, like, just this is not what really happened. But say, like, a book is about to fall, and you're, I'm, like, watching it, and it's, like, about to fall. And she would be, like, laying on the ground, face the other way, asleep. She would, like, wake up and, like, jump and, like, move. And then the book would fall right where she was sitting. So again, that's not something that actually happened, but that's like an instance, like that's like a hypothetical situation that she had like a weird sense like that, where I would see stuff where it would be like, whoa, how did you do that? You know, that other dogs don't. But she was also like terrified of people and kind of stupid too, kind of a dumb dog too, you know? But she would like randomly, like in our backyard, she would like walk up and almost act like she was getting petted by something that wasn't there. And like, she would also like just go up and like bark at things and then like, she would like go in weird patterns around our yard. Like she would go do like weird like figure eight patterns and stuff. And I was kind of almost like, dude, is my dog like fucking possessed or something? Like what the fuck? <laughs> it was weird. I never really talk about it with stuff because I was always a little kid, kind of on the edge. Like maybe this is some like scary shit. And like kind of my reaction to that usually is like clench up. Not a lot. No, I mean, it could all just be like coincidence too, where it's just dumb dog doing dumb dog things, and I'm like the human being, like, look, let's look at Satan. <laughs> Satan's got a <my> dog, <laughs> and she's just like, oh, okay, <laughs> it smells good over here. <coughs> it's the hound of hell. Back, Satan, back. 
get your hands off my dog. <laughs> <laughs> but I totally believe that. And then I've had other people say that, that their dogs will like bark at walls and bark at stuff that like, it really seems weird, like weird situations. Have you? I've never had a dog. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never lived in a place I could have one. And growing up as a kid, we moved around so much, I could never have a dog. I'm so bummed, but um, they're cool. I like them. I like dogs. <laughs> what uh, high school did you go to? I went to um, the San Diego School of Creative and Performing Arts. I majored in orchestra. I played violin. Really? That's pretty badass. Is that like a big deal school? Is that like something you have to like try out for or something? Yeah, you had to. Uh, you have to be qualified. And I'd already been in orchestras in other schools and stuff. So based on my experience, and I wasn't a very good sight reader, but by ear, if I heard a song, I could play it back, you know? And so I had the physical skill and, and the aptitude, you know? Like, what do you think is a better mark of a musician? Like, who would you, in your mind do you think is like a quote-unquote better musician? Like someone who can like, perfectly play a song reading sheet music that's real like complicated or someone that just hears that person play that both. and like mimics it and like can replicate it I appreciate both both, both take uh, quite a lot of brain cells you know yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no they I can't do either so both of them are like <laughs> to me mind blowing you know yeah to me <coughs> It's uh, it's hard for me to do math in my head. So sight reading, there's a lot of math involved. It's like the, the four on the that beats, you, the eight, the, notes, the sixteen, yeah. the four. That yeah, there, you're constantly dealing with fractions, constantly, constantly dealing with numbers, and that's hard for me. Uh, I'm not a, a math person. I've never been on any level. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm a notes, you know, a sounds person. Yeah. So I could. I could fake my way through. No, I, I, I mean, it would make sense to me, but I couldn't just do a, a, an audition with sight reading just off the paper. Just off of it, yeah. I could do it, but it would take a, longer, and I would have no feeling. Yeah, yeah. It would say fortissimo. It would say, you know, whatever. I I, I wouldn't be able to uh, adequately convey the, the necessary feeling. Yeah. Just from sight reading, but if I heard it, pfft, I'd know it. Uh, it. It's just, it's a different type of brain skill, I think. Yeah. But e- equally valid, I think. It's kind I of mean, like almost blues, like robotic feeling, players. like that plug in, plug in, like input output kind of thing. Yeah. But that's almost like impressive because my brain so doesn't work like that. So when I see someone that does that, like whatever, you autists, autism people are kind of like that <laughs> a lot, you know? I might be on the spectrum. I've never. <laughs> I mean, I, the tests didn't exist back then uh, when I was a kid, yeah. but I, I might have. I, I might be. I might be. I think we all are, right? We're all on the spectrum somewhere, right? <laughs> Is that how that works? Am I an idiot? 
<laughs> like there's a spectrum and we're all somewhere on it. It's just a matter of like how crippled are no. you? How how almost like a different perspective. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, I think it's just different brainwaves, right? Different patterns, different interpretations <coughs> of stimuli, I guess. Man. I'm being a little bitch with the. With the <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't handle the smoke, man. I do need to quit. I this need, is amateur hour. This is, yeah. <laughs> I'm eating like the fucking iron lung. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a champion. If, if I got the black a, lung, pop. If there was an Olympic event for, for smoking, I, I could probably. <laughs> there is, aren't because there? I, I'm sure that, yeah, there. Yeah, there's the cannabis cup. There's a cannabis cup, and then there's another one. One's like the growing cup, so one's like competition for like growing and cultivating and you know having the best <laughs> strands and stuff. We were no. talking to like Jack Harar. That was because Jack Harar used to win the competition like all the time. They were like the number one, like the Yankees. Like Jack Harar was the Yankees of weed strains for a while, and then I think Grand, like Perp, Granddaddy Perp, got that rep because it was like one of the ones that was winning a lot of those competitions. But so there's another one someone was telling about that is weed smoking. It is like literally like who can do the biggest bong? Who can do the biggest rips? And they measure how many rips, like uh, the volume of the rip and all the, there's like the smoke shape objects. So you got to go toe to toe. <laughs> he was like saying, toke for toke. I don't know. There's probably an official one, but and he, this guy might have been telling me about one that was more underground because it sounded more comical to me. It sounded more like a YouTube show or something to me. But it was or like. There was a survivor program. Where you, you had to, like, in order to win the immunity idol, you had to, like, <laughs> smoke without Oh, like, like next, next person advances? Yeah, the next Format. person. And they, they're safe. Qualifying from, from round. And then there's <laughs> semifinals. And then. Yeah. <clears throat> but you saying there's different. So, like, one of them was, like, uh, smoke rings. Like, you know how people blow smoke rings? So it was a smoke ring competition. And then it was, like, a smoke shape Competition, and they're like, it's like freestyle, so you what? get judged on like your. <laughs> <laughs> this, that was just one of those things where I'm like, dude, that sounds so stupid and so unbelievable. But we're talking yeah, about potheads. <laughs> we're talking about potheads here. I'm sure they're doing some weird, crazy, <laughs> funny, goofy sense shit. If they had like clear, clear plastic molds, like for cakes, you know, and they blew smoke into it. And what do you mean, they, like they, the? And it like captures like an yeah, image, like captured. the image of the smoke on like um <laughs> like those. What's that thing like the split test where they always show like the where they shoot like the, the um, particles at a at a at wall and then they measure the wall. You know, <laughs> they measure the pattern that the particles hit the wall at. It's like that, but pot smoke. Like you shoot your pot smoke right at the wall, and then like and it, oh. the science people like capture the picture on the oh, wall for so you. It's like a Jackson Pollock. Yeah, and you make like a smoke. painting of like yeah pot smoke. Is the do. Is there a way? No, they would probably be un- Gonjart. unhealthy as fuck <laughs> if you were to somehow put, a, Wayne put painting. a color or a dye on the joint. So Ooh, so it's different paint- colored smoke. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that would probably be that has horrific to- for your health. Yeah, I was going to say, that has to exist, and that also has to be potentially, like, <laughs> like literally time-altering. Like, you lose, you literally lose months of your life for each hit of that. <laughs> that is a time machine joint, like, literally, in the wrong direction, and... <laughs> or, instead of having to 
to put dangerous chemicals to dye the joint, you could have a light, a special light show that, you know, it reflects light on the smoke. So yeah, like know, lasers, like a laser. Yeah, like a dude. And yeah, have a, like a Pink Floyd show. Fuck off yeah, of the clouds. Fuck. If this isn't a thing, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego Pot Olympics. <laughs> the visual category. Yeah. The visual, yeah. The freestyle. Go bark at the ghosts. There's something. <laughs> Go save us, buddies. Go save us. Go save us from the postman. <laughs> but that's what I was kind of picturing. I mean, he didn't explain it. I, this is just word of mouth, random dude telling me this. But like, I pictured it was something like an, uh, almost like. Um, did you ever have like in your grandma's house like the tennis ball hanging from the string? <laughs> So that, like, when the car comes yes, in, they know when to yes. stop. We totally had that in, like, both my grandma's houses, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like that. Like, I pictured that, but it was, like, a ring. So you had, like, a ring, like, like almost like an Olympic ring hanging from the ceiling. And then you have to, like, take a rip. Like, you get to, like, maybe maybe you have to smoke, like, a bong. Shoot it through the or ring. maybe you could, like, choose. Like, I want to join. Or I want to... And you just... <laughs> You know, smoke it up, and then you have to like it's like the closest one to matching the ring. Like you now have to blow rings, almost like a dart game. Like you have to stand in a line and blow rings at the object. Like that's the way I was picturing it. And then he said there's a freestyle competition. So the other, the, so when he was saying that, I was picturing much more like, um, you know, oh here's a boat. You know, <laughs> here's a smiley face. You know, and you're like boop 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 boop. You need to make a little like oh here's a cloud, and you know, so I pictured more like that where you get like like a judges that give you scores like the russian judge goes like i give you a nine. <laughs> i give you a nine and the other ukraine is like giving you a seven seven point four <laughs> like it's rigged <laughs> the, the Romanian judge all the communist judges give you yeah. like sevens and sixes yeah, yeah. and all the ca- all the first world capitalist countries Eights give you like and tens and nines and yeah. <laughs> yeah like wait something's up here <laughs> event it is they got it on lockdown they pump them up with the drugs right i don't know man i, don't I know, think yeah. it's i think it's rigorous uh <coughs> lifelong training yeah, yeah and just care the, the, the russian olympics uh or any eastern black olympics i think it's a lifelong uh russian uh, work ethic oh yeah yeah, they're just like a tougher people. Like they just have Dude, a backbone. Dude, can you imagine coming from Siberia <laughs> or anywhere yeah. within 500 miles of Siberia? I always just picture people like that. Like you grew up. Like imagine like a parent, a parent and a, and a child grew up. Like they grew up as in like as children in the communist, like in communism, and then they finally are free and they work their ass off and they're like, "Well, we're gonna move to America," and they take their child and they come to America, and they come here and everyone is just like giving everyone trophies for losing and like you know it's like oh like yeah my daughter should be able to go in the adult men's bathroom you know and it's like uh i mean how many of these like soviet like like immigrant people are just looking at us like man these americans have like no fucking backbone at all you know just getting walked over and like (laughs) i don't know but do they just adapt and evolve do they do they become that's a good question or do they resist and is that good or bad? <laughs> are they supposed to? Are we? Can we? Can we complain about immigrants not 
whatever like oh, assimilating. um assimilating yeah properly if our culture sucks it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like if we're weak-willed and broken people you know it's like are we really mad at like They're these for people not for not like pandas. bending over backwards like we are you know i don't know there's probably something to be said for that too Turn I'm also an asshole. So I don't know. <laughs> 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 Bunch of soy boys. How many soy boys have you dated in your life? Uh, have you made some mistakes on I some like? I haven't dated some cuck many, boys, some many, fuck uh, boys. People in my life, many guys in my life. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a people person. Yeah. It's. I, I don't like very many people. <laughs> so. Uh, I haven't had many boyfriends where I spent a lot of time, a lot of years. But soy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, I've made quite a few mistakes in my life, so. <laughs> I haven't made many, thankfully, but enough to... <coughs> my problem is I've been, so I'm always just opinionated, but I've always been just like cucked into just shutting up you know <laughs> now that i have podcasts i don't shut up um but like i don't know i've always had in my relationships i've always just had girlfriends that are just like oh don't say that you know you can't say that oh and i just kind of like oh, okay well i want to keep fucking you so i'm gonna <laughs> yeah, i'll just do that <laughs> or like i'll just wear that shirt you want me to wear or like you know what i mean like i was just like bent over, like literally i just like okay whatever like i'll, I'll do that oh you want me to, oh oh you're telling me that you want me to do something oh okay but i could fuck you tonight yeah okay i'll do that okay cool so that was pretty much been my life uh <laughs> until i grew up you know and like <laughs> yeah and now i just kind of don't put up with that shit but now I also don't have girlfriends, and uh, <laughs> I'm not uh, scoring with the ladies all the time. But that's a uh, San Diego problem. I think that's uh, San Diego women kind of, typically San Diego women, like the younger San Diego women like to uh, tell the men what to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, they, don't, they don't like men. They don't like masculine men, I guess. They don't like masculinity. So it's kind of tough, like trying to like, oh, let's be masculine. <laughs> you just got to be yourself. Just got to not. Yeah. Yeah. I just think there needs to be a healthy mix of both energies, right? All the energies. And so like all all the censorship and all the you know, shutting down and demanding people act a certain way. It's like, of course, there's going to be pushback, and that pushback's probably not going to be healthy. You know, <laughs> it's probably better to just kind of let things balance out. You know. And this, this dog who I'm just now oh, yeah. meeting for the first time is is super comfy and pushed, <laughs> pressed firmly up against my oh, yeah. the side of my lap and has oh, yeah. just made himself comfortable. <laughs> but he's also like <laughs> grunting a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah. I like it. <laughs> the more you love, the more you. <laughs> See, oh, no, he, oh, he's digging he's, in. He's he like is digging in. Yeah. <laughs> how, how much does this chungus weigh? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> he's a pug, but he's a fucking chungus. There's a chungus on the. He's big. The other one's a big boy. 
the biggest of boys. <laughs> he was the puppy. So the one you have is, I think, four or five years old. The other one was, I think, two years old now. But he's kind of puppy mentality. He's kind of just been a puppy for a while. Um, but yeah. So it was kind of weird because he was, he was tiny. I mean, they got him when he was... We had him here when he was like... This 10 weeks or something like 11 weeks tiny little tiny pug I mean almost like comical like when you see pictures online of like like, a cartoon. like Google like cute tiny pug and like those <laughs> pictures that pop up and you're like oh my god that was this dog you know <laughs> but he's he was that size so he was just kind of this same because he was grown already so this guy has just been spending two years eating and just growing and growing and growing and growing <laughs> He went from nothing oh to this God. big, you know, heavyweight over here. And then he fucking turns his head backwards. And he's just been kicking it. He's been cooling him, same size, same weight. Little, little, little chub, but not, not too much. He's got a little. <laughs> he's got some fun to grab onto. That's what I like to call it. That's what I like to say. That's how I justified myself. You know, <laughs> a little extra fun to grab onto on the belly. <laughs> oh man, I think I'm stuck here. I, I, yeah, I, that's I yeah. <laughs> anymore. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm affixed to this sofa by this dog. <laughs> Sweet. Well, let's actually oh, yeah, let's introduce actually people a... to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let, I have let, here today the, the proper <laughs> I have the Diana Depp um, at T H E E D I A N A D E A T H on Twitter. The Diana Death, um, yes. and then Diana Death official on Instagram. Correct. Both Correct. sick accounts in their own way. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely follow her on both accounts. I mean, Instagram has sick memes, and you kind of keep up with like tour dates, um, new merch, that kind of stuff. Um, and then if you can handle it, if you're not a little <laughs> cuck not, soy boy punk bitch, uh, punk bitch. <laughs> if you're not a little punk bitch, uh, no, you can, you can handle bitch. her on uh, Twitter, <laughs> where she literally like just slays demons. I was just, <laughs> whenever I see like a tweet pop up, it's like you commenting on someone's post. I'm just like, yes, <laughs> yes. So my, my comments pop up, not just my tweets? Sometimes, like, it's like a recommended thing, you know? Oh, really? Or, like, sometimes they do a thing on Twitter now a lot where it's like, someone says some dumb shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> white men or blah, blah, blah. The thing I saw today was, like, someone was like, all anarchists are just dumbass libertarians, you know? And it's just like, boom. It's just like, you know, yeah. it's, like it's almost like someone took a bat and hit a hornet's nest, you know? Yeah, right. It's like you're just going to swarm both libertarians and anar anarchists here to, you know, and those people in them, in and of themselves are and like very fiery, argumentative people. On the jumbo shrimp anarcho communists. Oh my God! Well, yeah. Ooh, that's a whole nother. Antifa, Antifa, they're saving the world. They're uh, <laughs> they're saving the world, but. <laughs> Let's destroy everything and then rebuild it. With what? Um, I don't know. Let's just like rebuild it, bro. But like, it's just what's important is let's just destroy everything right now. Let's tear everything we've known, all the tried and true <laughs> institutions and you know religions and you know societal structures. Let's just you know fuck all of it. Let's erase them. Get rid of them. Icky, yucky, bad. Get rid of them. 
Barf. It's like, all right, well then, okay, now, now what do we do? I don't know, bro. Let's just kind of chill. <laughs> I get to, I get to own factories and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Uh. <laughs> yeah, they have no plan, no long-term plan. Yeah. They really don't. No. They have no long-term. No. See, I used to. I used to uh, entertain the notion of collectivism when I was like 14. Same. I was a full-blown communist. 15. Maybe. I was a full-blown Democrat socialist my whole life, raised by two hardcore Democrat, potentially socialist parents in a very Democrat state, Illinois. You know, my parents are from like Chicago and Quincy, two Democrat cities. I was in Champaign, which was Democrat. I moved to San Diego, which was like Democrat. <laughs> like everything was just Democrat. Like the colleges I was at were um, Democrat too, like liberal. And I just like just my whole life, I was always just progressively getting more and more and more communist, you know, from a young age. And then in 2012, I just, so just well, what happened was Libya. You were radicalized by just Libya red pilled me. What's the? Is it red pill? Is that the name? Something pilled, where you take the pill. Oh, the red. And you're pill like, you is. wake up, and you're like, whoa. I've been fu- whoa. You well, like wake up, I, quote unquote. I call it when you put on the sunglasses from They Live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that moment. The they, yeah, the, the goggles. Once you see. It, My moment was Libya, because that Libya thing, like we started all that Gaddafi protest and all the shadiness, and I was kind of like into conspiracies and whatever, and I kind of like didn't ever buy into them. Bruh, I'm still fucking. But it was like over. it was like escalating, escalating. I'm like, man, dude, this seems fishy. And then we bombed them, and all that shit happened. I'm like, man, that whole fucking thing was just. And all the Democrats just lied about, it. and it really opened up my eyes. Like after that, it was just like my whole f- f- like that whole pretend like Obama's our savior. Like Democrats are beautiful and benevolent, and <laughs> here to save the world. They're gonna save. We're gonna build a utopia, communist utopia, and it's like, dude, we're just. We just keep bombing. It's just no matter what, you're just in this corporate bullshit machine, you know. So that woke me up. And ever since then, it was just then I found Ron Paul. So then it was like right then, it was like 2011, 2012. So then Ron Paul, of course, you know, you're a little 20 year old kid who just kind of lost all faith in everything. And then Ron Paul comes and it's just like, hey, let's just like be chill and free. And I'm like, dude, that's kind of dope, actually. Let's do that. <laughs> and so ever since then, I've just kind of been like, yeah, let's just kind of like just be chill. Let's be free. Like, I technically call myself voluntarist. Yeah. Do you know about that? Like, have you heard about that? So that's kind of people say that's and communism, but not. I mean, that's like a stretch. And people say and cap, which is more. It's closer. But even that's a stretch to say that. Voluntarist. I kind of say it's just libertarian almost, too, but less extreme or minarchist or whatever. Yeah, but I kind of also just kind of don't care. So some people are like, "You're an anarchist." I'm like, "Whatever, sure." <laughs> in this conversation, I'll be, I'll pretend to be an anarchist, you know. And then you know, people are like, "Oh, libertarians are bull." It's like everyone's like in a libertarian discussion. It's like, "Oh, okay, I guess I'm just a libertarian right now for this discussion," you know. It's like everyone here kind of just basically agrees that like we need freedom and liberty. Yeah. Kind of on the same side. It's just everyone disagrees on so the details. Turn on the light. Oh fuck yeah. yeah. Starting to feel like a creep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> but yeah, I think like like that kind of thing, how like some post happens and then like, like if you comment and then like th- three of my other followers comment, it'll like Twitter will show up like. The whole conversation. It'll just show up as like, here are like three or four of your followers. 
um, all what what they're all tweeting about this one dumb tweet, you know. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, you know, this guy's usually pretty good. This guy's kind of funny, you know. And oh, okay, like you know, this guy's usually pretty smart. And I see like Diane Death, and I'm like. This is about to be hilarious. Like, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> well, sometimes I clap and rub my hands in excitement. Like, yeah, let's do it. Because <laughs> you hit it. I mean, you, and then you're just so good. Like, I try to do it too. I'm pretty good sometimes. I get on rolls sometimes. Usually when I'm really high. <laughs> when I'm really high and on a roll. Um, you find the person's real like weakness or insecurity and you hit it just in the right little tweet, the little precise joke and you touch the right button, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like And you'll go through the comments and no one everyone is just kind of being dumb like, hey, you're stupid, you're dumb." And then you're the one that's just like I know what you look like without makeup or something. <laughs> it's like you hit like something. No, I mean, not, I mean not. <laughs> but something like that where you hit the person's like insecurity. You know, it's not like a dumb. You know, oh, you're some idiot. You're you're, you're wrong. You know, it's like a really well thought out trolley. Like boom, packs a punch hit. You're awesome about that. Yeah. I I like. So thank you. I want that was a long winded way of me saying uh, <laughs> thank you for being intellectually funny online, yeah, <laughs> and for people to follow her. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate I the same. I, I like hearing from people that understand my brand of humor. Oh yeah. <laughs> my oh yeah. Type of yeah. Humor. It's it's kind of subtle sometimes. Uh, people don't understand. They take it seriously when I'm being sarcastic, and they think I'm sarcastic when I'm being serious. There's yeah. a lot of that disconnect happening, like For constantly sure. on every, cor- you know, on different sides from different people that take my shit the wrong way, yeah. and in the most hilarious ways too. Uh, but it, the funniest thing, well, not funny, it not funny, haha, but funny, strange is the the amount of escalation I get from from people that have like hashtag feminist hashtag resist okay. especially if they're male oh and wow yeah <laughs> from 0 to 100 and all of a sudden start calling me the C word really and oh yeah they snap and yeah. they, they snap and they, they just then they start using the N word like Whoa. because I'm a free speech advocate they're like you just want to be free to say the yeah, it's like you just want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just justifying being outraged so and, that you can say it. And, and they're spelling it with the hard er. Oh no! Too. Oh man! On my Twitter, I'm like, fuck all y'all. Y'all are disgusting. I'm, I'm just. People have weird ideas of what it means to be a free speech advocate. Yeah. They, it's almost like a litmus test for how. Until how, you how hit my group. are you? Until it's like everyone should be free to say whatever they want. Until. <clears throat> or yeah, but. <laughs> uh, it's like nothing good's coming after I that. Mean, I have the, the normal limitations. You know, the non-aggression principle. You're not gonna. Yeah, fuck yeah. You're not gonna threaten to assault or harm anyone. Nothing like that. Nap? A little nap attack? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know about that stuff. I don't understand. But what are your thoughts on 2A? Hashtag 2A. Um, gun rights, 
are women's rights, gun rights are minority rights, gun rights are every American citizen's rights. Self-determination, you protect yourself, you can't have the onus on the entire rest of the world to just, just like, not be mean. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah. don't break into people's houses or something, or like, just like, you know, everyone just be cool. No, you well, yeah. you may encounter a, a moment where you must defend yourself in every possible way. So, I, I don't agree with any efforts to curtail that, yeah. that freedom. I just don't. Sorry, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like done being sorry, like even pretend, you know. I used to kind of... Right, so like, like my family's very liberal. So whenever you kind of, I, I'm just my whole life. Like anytime I've like ever spoken the truth about my opinions, it's just like pushback from my family. Mm. So then I'm just like, dude, well, I'm just done. I'm not gonna comment on Facebook. I'm not gonna <clears throat> say that shit at family reunions. So I literally will just avoid saying it. I don't lie. I don't ever. I just avoid the conversation. You yeah. know, I'm not talking about it. You know. Yeah, you gotta know. My family's that. super against guns. I mean, I've never. My family would never and ever in a million years have taken me to a gun range. They're super, both of them, I mean, I think both my parents advocate for, like, pretty much just no one having guns, you know? And I am, like... Just everybody be cool. The op... I'm almost, like, dude, I think every single person should... <laughs> like, we need to be, like, teaching it to kids in school. We need to, like... You know, it's a weapon. People are bad. You need to, like, use whatever kind of, like, tools you have at your disposal to protect yourself from bad people, you know? There's no sense of... Mm-hmm. Here's where we draw the line, and then magically that's gonna work, you know? Just... It's time and time again not the case, and no, you gotta it's very obvious approach. the rich people just want to like not have the poor people have the guns, you know. <laughs> it's like pretty cut and dry when you just think of it that way. Like yeah, the yeah. elites, the rich people are getting scared, and they don't like that all the poor people here have weapons to defend themselves or to attack and the rich. You know, it hurts me when they're like, "Well, we'll just hike the the taxes on 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 the purchases of firearms, like." 375% yeah, I'm like yeah. fuck all y'all you know or the ammo that's the whole thing that joke yeah. oh, yeah. is turning into a reality the Chris Rock joke where he's like oh let's just make ammo like insanely expensive and no one's gonna be shooting anything mm-hmm. and it's like that's yeah. now a reality where politicians are like using a Chris Rock joke to try to nope. justify public opinion and I mean that was bad I mean the whole Crenshaw that Crenshaw and all those like Republicans doing that red flag laws oh, shit I mean just flag. instantly I mean and then they're trying to like kind of hush hush it or justify it it's like dude just even putting your name on the category anymore i mean we've gone so far with all the restrictions it's like any one of them just being like we need more (laughs) it's just like you're instantly exposing yourself as just a bitch you know as like someone on either on the inside or someone who's just too dumb (laughs) too dumb enough for us to trust right now you know but yeah, that was kind of rough because he kind of seemed like he had like potential. I was kind of like, I mean, I think even on podcasts I said like I could see him being president someday because I was like, man, he seems like a pretty honest guy. He's a pain, you know, he's a, a veteran. He seems kind of smart. He seems kind of like a guy that speaks some truth. I was kind of like, man, he's not as libertarian as Ron Paul, but he kind of gave me that like the character of Ron Paul kind of guy. Yeah, and he looks like and Russell Crowe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of dreamy. Ass on behalf of his country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
He's got he's got guns in his hand and he's got one eye on <laughs> one eye on your liberties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He takes off the eye patch and it's laser beams. <laughs> that would be pretty libertarian. Have you seen the laser libertarian stuff recently? All the laser beam eyes. What? No, oh, <laughs> it's oh, been a meme bright, thing lately. Red eyes that are shooting. Yeah, like the <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Like the triggering intensifies. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like cosmic like you know <laughs> it looks like someone's tripping out on acid or something <laughs> that's like a meme thing so like, I mean I guess that's kind of the point of the show is to discuss Twitter memes and shit but like <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to memes I'm a memeologist a memer meme. I'm a Connoisseur. That's the dope one for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it I don't know where it originally originally started, but there's a parody account, Tom Woods. Do you know him? He's like a mm-hmm. libertarian. He's just a really smart guy, but he's real milk toast, white, boring guy. He's like an academic intellectual, you know? So he's kind of good, he's kind of funny, he can kind of be self-deprecating at times but his whole thing is he's just very smart academic kind of guy so they made a parody account that's dark tom woods that's like super like funny meany trolly all like almost like narcissistic like nihilist you know like (laughs) fuck the world (laughs) posting like shit posting memes it's real funny and the the meme eyes were like laser beam eyes you know so it's tom woods but it's like dark laser beam tom woods you know so then some other people yeah i will for sure i think it is just called at dark tom woods some people might be able to just kind of search that i'm gonna i'm gonna look for it now (laughs) (laughs) it was real funny but then so then slowly like kind of the people that were involved and the people that kind of usually comment like in the in those groups or whatever started doing their eyes as the laser eyes and it kind of took off and it became a joke and then people so then some people who have like profiles where it's like like someone what was someone like a like a piece of bread like someone had like a it's like a picture of an old pill someone and then it's like a bread face oh yeah but then they would put laser eyes on it you know <laughs> it's like laser eyes coming out of nothing you know it's like kind of like it almost memed itself like the meme kept going so but it was like this, profile pictures what is this bread core what is this bread what is the bread, bread? pilled i think is the bread one i pilled. saw what is it, <laughs> is it about people that are want to bake their own yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's just a good bread's a good pun metaphor thing it's like a money pun it's like um, weed getting baked and stuff and then it's like uh, the money one's the big one making that bread or whatever hmm <laughs> I had in high school I had a rap group <laughs> I was in a rap group and we were called bread basket bread basket and the whole point was we were like white boys so it was like almost like a parody like we're white bread you know like dumb little white boys in the midwest trying to be rappers like we were very self-conscious of the fact that we were like dumb but we were trying to be good too so we kind of sucked and we kind of got better sour dough well that we should have really doubled down on all the puns yeah (laughs) we would always say like dumb shit like the yeast is rising you know and we have like dumb like kind of puns like that um dark tom woods and not a Dark. terrorist innovating new ways to get you hella pissed. Is that the guy? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, the so everyone knows his laser eyes. So then the Sean V Planet logo is me just kind of like it's either it's a picture of me doing like DDR, but it looks kind of like I'm like squaring up against like 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 about to fight the the 
you know, dumb Photoshop quick version of uh, the planet Earth. But so I added my laser eyes of me uh, laser beaming Washington, D.C. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, haha, funny, but uh, also I'm now probably definitely on like a CIA list somewhere, you know, <laughs> an NSA watch list somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it was calling it Lasertarians because it was just dumb little couple day meme fest of everyone doing laser eyes on there. I didn't know that. With all the libertarian anarcho people out there on Twitter. Yeah, you know what? I I don't delve too deeply into any of the partisan uh, parts of Twitter that much. I I kind of scratched the surface here and there because I'm kind of nosy. Yeah. <laughs> I like to know what's going on, but I don't, I don't delve too deeply uh, into any particular, you know, parties going on. What is the, um, I guess while I clean up my, my spill, um, <laughs> do you want to tell people what is the inspiration of your new clothing line? Oh. And kind of what that's about. Deathcore. Uh, it started out with me realizing I had a shit ton of clothes in my closet and no room for any any of them, hardly. Because I have different wardrobes. I've accumulated so many different types of clothes over the years. And so I thought to have a, a garage sale and my friend Richie who I've known since we were in high school going to punk rock shows he's like my crazy cousin he's like hey let me put some spikes on 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 one of your vests on one of your denim vests and like turn it into a battle vest but keep it blank like don't put any patches on it let people you know put their own stuff on it but like dress up my my denim stuff, because I, I had a bunch of denim and, and pleather. Denim and pleather. <laughs> in, my, in my closet. That's a, that's an album name. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice album name. <laughs> <laughs> or shout like out. Tour name, like a tour yeah, tour shout out to Saxon. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, I had a bunch of t-shirts too that I would spray stuff on and tear up and put back together with safety pins and it's like, wow, these are really cool. So we just decided one day to turn my closet into a fashion line for like made by punks for punks. That's our that's our motto, because that's what it is. We've been punks our whole lives, pretty much me and Richie. So we know what's cool. <laughs> we know what, what actual good quality, you know, punk rock clothes look like on a cheap scale, you know, cheap style, but still maximum radness of what it is. Because I put the safety pins on him and he puts the spikes on, on other stuff. And there's sheer t-shirts mini skirts, um, denim vests and jackets, leather jacket, like motorcycle jackets. Um, and yeah, it's just fun, fun, cool stuff. 
Well, I was gonna ask. That's definitely. It is pretty sick. Definitely go check it out. It's um, it's you can get the link on your Instagram. Yeah. I think is it? It's a Teespring link, right? Uh huh. Yeah, Teespring's pretty dope. <laughs> Do you have other, is it like a, on websites or anything or is it in, are you guys doing it like in stores or like uh, by mail yourself? No, it's just through, well, there's only certain items that are available through the Teespring. They're official merchandise that have uh, t-shirts that say, who the fuck is Diana Death? Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> which is an homage to Keith Richards, who the fuck is Mick Jagger t-shirts. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I uh, I love Keith so much. He's so inspiring, even on a fashion level. So that's official merchandise that's available in men's and women's. Unfortunately, the stuff that's hand-altered, the t-shirts and things, they're, they're from my personal closet, so they're only in my size, which is women's between two and five. All my stuff is between two and five unfortunately you know it's kind of a limited yeah, limited range but <laughs> if, you're, if you're a Japanese lady <laughs> or, or, uh, or dude that is, yeah, or soy boy or, <laughs> or, or vegan maybe yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah, my you're beta male or so yeah, boy, my soy shirts, boy or. my shirts don't fit everyone Oh, even large-breasted women, they won't fit. Oh, right. Yeah. I always forget about that. Yeah. Like, when it comes to, like, clothes sizing and stuff. Like, How could you? Like, oh, just make the men in t-shirts the same. What's the difference? What's the difference? Why is the size different? It's like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that might be why. I'm being, I'm being attacked now by not one, but two pugs. Two puggers. Good Lord. Puggy boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> sweaty, so sweaty pugs. little puggy boys. So much, so much puggery going on. <laughs> oh my god! What is these this? Guys. What is this puggery? <laughs> funny. Since you brought it up, I was going to ask, um, what is punk? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> what's, what is, what's punk, bro? What is punk? <laughs> yeah, what is, is it? Life? What is art? That's my next question. What is art? Well, well first, what is punk? <laughs> it's an attitude, mostly. Yeah? Yeah, it's an attitude, a way of, of carrying yourself, a way of thinking and a way of licking the, the yeah, do that wax out of, out of your <laughs> they, they do that gross thing. <laughs> These guys. Bo, come here, buddy. They have no shame. Come here, buddy. Right on the microphone. I usually let you guys be gross, but I can't let you be gross in the background of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Come here, buddy. 
Yeah, I'm giving you that attention. <laughs> One of my favorite sounds is when dogs walk on hardwood floors. The little like click clack yes. of the little, t- the little tippy toe, yes, the little it's uh, like little reindeers on the roof. Yeah, like yeah, so cute. <laughs> like uh, tap shoes, little I tap love shoes. It. <laughs> and it's four. It's like a little click, click. It's like extra little clicks. It's yes. not just like human steps. Oh, you know? look at that tail. Oh, yeah. He's loving look it. Look at that tail. Oh, he's loving it. He's having a good time. <laughs> well, they get real. They miss their parents because their their moms give them like a lot of attention. <laughs> and they know it, you know. Aww. So they're kind of like... It's usually a couple days of them being real weird and like missing. And then they kind of are like, all right, like... We'll put up with you. It's like this. <laughs> I get it. We have to deal with it. It's kind of like they're, they're grumpy with me at first, and they're real attention wanting at first. And then they kind of kick it. Mm. But it's also been so hot that they're just so like, fuck. <laughs> just like laying around like, dude, Do you fuck imagine this. wearing a fur coat 24-7? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no way, yeah. Hell no. Oh, hell no. These ones aren't that bad. Mm. These aren't These aren't that. I mean, they're still a little... Yeah, they have shorts. definitely don't want to wear it. And <laughs> it's 95 out or whatever, but... Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, um, what is what is punk in 2019? Ugh, I don't what's know. Punk, what's punk these days? Dude, I don't know. I really don't know. I, <laughs> I just know that I'm from Generation X. I was born in 1977, so I have a deep affinity for the music from that particular year, which was when punk was at, at its right, yeah. creative peak. It's Acme, like the most magnificent recordings were released in 1977. You know, everyone was uh, most fashionable, most badass, you know, 1977. The Heartbreakers, you know, everybody. Clash Ramones. Yeah, all, all of that was going on precisely in that year. The adverts, uh, the damned, everything that that kicked ass and was good and fun. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of obsessed with that classic punk, New York and yeah. British punk, uh, both aesthetics, I think are, are really good. And Who's better, us or the, the pussy Brits? No, <laughs> what, someone's who, biased. Who, <laughs> who has better music? <laughs> you know what? I I really love the British punk that came out in the early eighties. Yeah. Yeah, the early early eighties, like nineteen eighty to eighty four. Really good stuff in England. Like all the records had excellent guitar tones i don't know what kind of amps they used but everyone everyone's guitar sounded really great uh like vice squad blitz uh all those all those bands that came out in the early 80s they exploited you know crass everyone's guitars sounded wonderful i I love that era what are you doing what are you doing And so punk, punk is freedom. Punk is, well, anarchy. It means to me not chaos. Although it's fun. That's kind of a fun meme. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chaos. 
anarchy. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that means, but I love it. <laughs> it's, it's a cute, it's a cute uh, kind of energy and aesthetic. But no, it, to me, it just means no masters, no slaves. I don't want anyone telling me what to do, and I don't want to tell anyone else what to do. I just want to live my life, have, uh, and without yeah. anyone being harmed by me, I don't. I don't want to be that person that <laughs> makes someone that. Irk, I don't want to be irksome to anyone else because I don't like it when people are irksome towards me. Just try to to be an unintrusive. Sorry, I get his attention. <laughs> he just needs to be have someone's eyes on him or someone's hands on him. He's a little less, but I think he's also just tired and sleepy and looking for something like to snuggle on. <laughs> you guys are spoiled. Yeah. Man, you guys are really spoiled. Yes, yes. <laughs> you, I'm talking about you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You are spoiled. Well, I have, um... <laughs> Speaking of anarchy, do you want to uh, get into my politics segment? What's the politics? <laughs> That's some quick politics. politics. Politics are happening now. I, 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 I'm, I'm going a little off script here. I'm not a witch. I'm nothing you've heard. I'm you. And, 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 and by the it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, uh, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. <laughs> well, I do think the House of Representatives at this time is an unsafe place for children and other living things. But, but I'm here to, and, and, and let's be clear, in the first, now you don't have to walk in. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. The politics are happening. All right, well, where um, do you want to go? Where? Well, first question is Donald Trump or Barack Obama? As far as throwing uh, head first into an active volcano or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or... Gun to your head, you have to pick one. Or... Uh, Having a pleasant dinner with. I mean, what, what's the <laughs> Just say two names. I don't know what this As a politics. As a politics. Who's, who do you prefer? Oh. <laughs> As a politics person. Yeah. 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 I, I tried the yeah. Obama thing twice. I tried it. Yeah. I tried it twice. I yeah. tried it your way twice. <laughs> Muggsy mm-hmm. agrees, yeah. Mm-hmm. Agrees. Pug agrees. Yeah, Obama lost me in uh, Libya. 2011. It was Libya, and then it was just boom, boom. It was just everything after that was just like my eyes were opened after that to just everything. He couldn't hide the corruption and all the scandals from me after that. What got me was what made the little Christmas light in my head Hmm. uh, go and turn on was oh snap, that whole thing with I stand, hashtag I stand with Ahmed, the clock boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the little, yeah. Dude, at first, I was I was horrified. I was freaked out. I was I was disgusted because they showed this little lanky boy with his uh, wrists and cuffs, and he 
his eyes are all, all sad. you know, he looks all yeah, he looks fucking depressed, and it's depressing. And I was like, what? What is going on? Why is this boy in handcuffs? Oh, this isn't it. This is an outrage. And oh, I didn't know what the hell was going on. And and immediately, there were tweets from president at the time, President Obama. Hey, yeah. hey, who clock you got there, dude? Yeah. Like, hey, you should come come hang out with me at the White House or something, because science is cool or some shit like that. And then uh, Zook. Yeah, <laughs> robot. Boom. The robot lizard from outer space. I don't know if he's a robot. I don't know if he's a lizard. I'm not sure. I think I'm pretty robot. sure he's from outer space. I think space. robot or clone. I don't know if cloning is real. Do you think cloning is real? Why wouldn't it be? I think it probably is. <sighs> but how? But is. how? I think it. I mean, okay. <laughs> let me put it this way. It definitely is. Like it definitely 100% is. My question is like. Do they have the ability to just like make a clone and like train it to be like pretend to be Mark Zuckerberg? Like, is that the ability? Like, they can definitely clone you. I just don't know how well the ability is no, to think- fake a person or whatever. But no. I think I'm starting to believe like he's probably clone. He's definitely- he's a robot if not. No, he's, definitely- he's, definitely- he's been programmed in. He's been trained and programmed by something. You know, some kind of program or mind I'm, control. I'm, I'm leaning towards lizard. Yeah. Yeah. Lizard. lizard. Just he's just so unhuman that he's just like <laughs> Is he like a skin changer? He's oddly like his eyes. skin like he like physically turns into <laughs> like um like men in black where the guy turns into like a roach or whatever. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> like He's like turns his skin body into a lizard. But, but when those two guys immediately tweeted, you know, these two like, wow, influent globally influential people instantly tweeted uh, helping push the narrative of this outrage being committed against this 14 year old boy but when you when you dig deeper when you scratch the surface oh man so yeah, it was more, real it was a, oh man, wow that that was a red pill <laughs> for me and also the whole Ber- Bo Bergdell situation that was bad too that shit yeah. was like oh, that was real bad wow I was shocked actually I was shocked I mean, they just gave away, like, what, four or five of the most valuable prisoners in the world? Five. 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 I, I think, think it was, was it five total, but I think it was four of, four of them were, like, very high-ranking, very, like, top. I mean, that's, those are the people, you, it's like, if you're going to incarcerate people, yeah, probably don't incarcerate the foot soldiers that are probably just poor Muslims that live in the desert that probably got tricked or forced into an army. Maybe go after the guys that are actually the operators and organizers of the operation. Like, that was definitely like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> Those eyes will open right up. <laughs> Iran was pretty bad, too. That whole thing. That Susan Rice had served with honor and distinction. I'm like, on what fucking planet? Yeah. On what fucking planet? Yeah. No, that was a huge. That was a red yeah. suppository. Never mind pill. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was a. Like, that was like you crushed the pill up and just <laughs> take it, take it right. Instant impact pill, you know. That was a rude awakening. That was a rude awakening because yeah. I thought by voting for Barack Obama, I was voting for trans transparency 
and you know everything's gonna yeah. be above the board and nothing's gonna be shady we're all you know in this together it's a nation and blah 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 and all this beautiful kumbaya yeah, it all sounded so fart. good it sounded so Stuff. believable oh, it sounded so beautiful. yeah it was, <laughs> i mean who wouldn't want it you know it was yeah. like when you're hearing like his like 2008 speeches it's like dope mm-hmm. even going back and listening to his speeches it's, it's like yeah. dope dude i would vote for that guy <laughs> and then it's just like fast forward to two months later when he's signing bailouts to the banks and it's just like oh, instantly gee, you know he's yeah. a chill instantly he's above I took it to this <laughs> i think the first thing he did friends. the first day in office is one of his first bills was a bank bailout he signed because the banks were waiting on him to become because they couldn't officially pass the legislation that they had you know conjured up months before because bush was a lame duck president or whatever and that was just like from day one. I should have. You should have. Everyone should have the been like, were in "Whoa, okay. Actually, can we just undo this right now?" <laughs> so everything was a lie. Everything was a, a sham, you know. <laughs> but if you listen to it, I mean, campaign Obama is and I was the right is age dope. For it too. <laughs> it's kind of dope. Yeah, I was the right age for it as well. Same, yeah. I was high school. I mean, I was in high school where I was just so impressionable in a liberal city with liberal friends and liberal parents, you know. In Illinois. Savior. He was our savior. And in Illinois. He's from Illinois. Mm-hmm. Which also was a thing where it was like, now looking back, it's like, how are we that dumb? Because we know better. Illinois people know that if you're <laughs> if you're a senator or a governor of Illinois, you're corrupt as fuck. Mm-hmm. There's no way you're not. There's no way you could possibly be, rise to power that high in the state of Illinois without being corrupt Some as fuck. Afoot. And what Obama just comes out of nowhere, becomes senator, and then a few you know, a few years later he's just propped up by the national media and becomes president. And oh, we uh, all just were like, nothing wrong there. <laughs> yeah, oh, nothing wrong there. Oprah he's Oprah totally fine. She helped the female vote for sure. Yeah, well yeah. yeah. I mean he just I mean he got the guilt vote, he got the white guilt vote, he got the minority vote, and he got the female vote. Mm-hmm. Females wanted to wanted to fuck him. <laughs> Dudes wanted to be him. Academics <laughs> wanted to be him, yeah. be his best friend, you know. White people were guilted into like, you know, we need a black you know so we'll feel it's better fine, inside yeah. we'll we'll feel like we aren't racist if yeah. we <laughs> or i can tell my friends that i'm not racist <laughs> if i <laughs> so it was just the perfect it was a perfect brew it was a perfect storm and then of course i mean who is his opponent john mccain yeah. warhawk fuck i mean asshole warmonger you know mm-hmm. who would have been probably worse as a con man you know he's probably just worse as like bending over backwards to military corporate banker interests and then who was his backup? Sarah Palin, a big dumb box of rocks who, <laughs> like literally, you couldn't have just couldn't have chosen a worse candidate. And then Mitt Romney was like oh, was like a stereotypical candidate. So yeah, you went with the guy that pro- probably, according to think tanks, was the best candidate out there or whatever, according to the quote unquote narrative. But that's like the reality of like no one fucking really that wants like that. Like no one actually wants that, especially when Obama is like pretty much that guy weird already. You know. Algorithm. They knew it. It was all a big con. They all knew. We all fell for it. And then Trump came and was just like, fuck this. And everyone was like, dope. <laughs> like, he is clearly a piece of shit. He is clearly like an adulterer. He's clearly not Christian. He's clearly corrupt. He clearly has debts. He's no mafia connections. He's like, what? He's on his third wife. He has, you know, children he doesn't even acknowledge. He's just like a bad person. And everyone still was like, that dude keeps it real. <laughs> 
<laughs> like finally, dude, we got someone that's not manufactured bullshit, you know, f- telling you, us stories of utopia and like he just keeps 70, it real. He's like what? And you 73, could, 74? Yeah, he's pretty I think he's say a 70. He's up there. He's like 75, dude, 76, 77. He he despite being a septuagenarian is the world's <laughs> most skilled deadliest He's, troll he knows. He's, of the planet. I hate universe. when people say that 4D chess thing because I feel like it's all idiots who are like, oh, Trump's playing 4D chess. But, like, I really do think Trump is playing 4D chess. <laughs> like, I think the idiots don't get it, but I think he really is kind of. I mean, and it's probably not even really his skill. He's just in on shit. He knows shit. He's in secret circles that know shit and have secret information. So it's not really like. Oh, he's some. <laughs> he's better than he's us. You know, it's like he just has information <laughs> that the rest of us don't have, you know. But he's good at using it. He and oh, he's no, really he's, good he's, at like weaponizing people. He can, he he absorbs the blows, unbelievably. I mean, no one else can absorb the blows that he. Even like a fraction of the blows, because yeah, he doesn't. He's he owns like, it. He's like whatever. You guys suck. Or he'll he'll apologize by trolling. <laughs> like he'll tr- in his apology, his fake apology, he'll find oh, a way. Oh yeah, how he was afraid to- of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was hilarious, man. That was hilarious. Or the best tweet ever was the horse face tweet. What? Do you remember that? that? The Stormy Daniels horse face. So long story short, Stormy Daniels sues President Trump. Right, or like makes that whole scandal about the affair. So Trump, so she's suing Trump, and then Trump's defending himself. But then Trump counters. So Trump not only wins the lawsuit, but then countersues. Oh yeah. Because the whole point was they had a they had a contract where I'm going to pay you money and you're going to shut the fuck up. And then Stormy Daniels, like a year later, just starts like telling the media about what happened. So Trump not only won the defamation suit she or whatever, but countersued, and she had to pay the thing. And so, of course, the media just is, like, not covering the story. They're just like, this is really bad. And Avenatti. So Avenatti was involved. Oh. And at the time, this is pre-scandal Avenatti, who was being hyped up by the media, who was, like, friend, buddy, buddy with oh, the media. Oh, he was the next candidate. So all those people, CNN, CNN, MSNBC, they were like, just don't shush us, don't talk about it, don't talk about it. And then all the dumbass Charlie Kirk, Ben Shapiro, like, why is no one talking about it? Why is no one talking about this? And so everyone's like, shut the fuck up, Ben. We don't want to hear you. You know. <laughs> so no one was no one was talking about it except for like idiot Ben Shapiro and his followers. And then Trump comes out with this tweet, and it's just it, to me, it actually was one of those things that opened my eyes, like a red pill almost, where I'm like, dude, he fucking knows. And it was this. It almost seems like when you read it at first, it seems like he's just being dumb, idiot, racist Trump. Or not racist, but sexist Trump or whatever. <laughs> whatever he is today. Whatever you're calling him this week, you know, sexist, transphobic or whatever. <laughs> I think this week he was sexist Trump because he said yada, 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 something about horse face, Stormy Daniels and the court case and blah, 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 blah. And it's almost like now the media, ha- I mean, the media now can't ignore it. It's like the red light. So he knew, I mean, he's almost willing to be like, I know that now for a week, everyone's going to call me names and I'm going to have to probably apologize and blah, blah, blah. And like, everyone's going to attack me for being, and he's willing to absorb all that bullshit in order to win 
the fact that now you guys all have to talk about the fact that he won two court cases against Stormy Daniels, that the, that fake story you propped up for a year. So it's brilliant, and it's almost like he's willing to be an asshole to win, <laughs> which is brilliant. And like, and no one else is really it's talking about that or seeing that. Yeah, it's playing the. So I don't game. still. I don't really like him. Like I don't really oh, like. I, I don't. But like that stuff where I like respect. I mean, that's smart as fuck. And like he's being good. I mean, at least he's not. <laughs> at least he's not invading Iran. I, I'll say that now no, because maybe six no. months from now this is going to be recorded on a podcast and be contradicted or whatever. But at least he's not starting wars. <laughs> Asterisk when, right now. <laughs> I love when he says, uh, "Is it Merry Christmas or is it Happy New Year?" Or it's some. He's wishing some sort of holiday greetings. He's like. To everyone, even the haters and the losers. <laughs> yeah. like, I can't help. It's not their fault they were born <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That's even still one of my favorites. Oh man, he's got so many golden, golden tweets. Fucking comedy gold. Plus, comedy it is kind gold. of, we kind of do deserve a president that he's is. Like, <laughs> like a shit posting, trolling, me, don't give a fuck guy. reminds me of Don Rickles. <laughs> No, he does. He reminds me of Don Rickles, like, just full blast, <laughs> habanero pepper, fucking <Yeah. laughs> spice. <laughs> Motherfucker spicy. I love it. I appreciate that type of humor, though. That's yeah. me. I fucking and coming from like a place of power where it's like it's always been so fake and manufactured and everyone's worried about one little soundbite can ruin your career oh my god you can't say that and he's just like i don't give a fuck (laughs) that is kind of like refreshing like Mm -hmm. the problem is it's just him he's (laughs) i don't know if it's if he's the perfect man for that role because he is so bad like weird and crazy and wild what and he doesn't give a shit my thing is like i just wouldn't like to hang out would you hang out with him like I think it'd be. I think he would be kind of funny. It'd be. It would be funny to like be just the aura of like watching him be like crazy and weird. But I don't think like as a friend. Like I don't know if I would like to like literally be like, "Hey Don, what's going on? What are we doing today? Oh, you're going golfing? Yeah, I'm down to golf with you. Like I don't golf. I don't. Everything he does is like so in a different world. Like rich person, weird world, business uh, world, where he's cutthroat. And I'm sure just like he just kind of like he's that guy that like remember you know how he like dominates handshakes. He's real weird about like gr- like he likes to do those subtle little like manly like alpha male Power things, moves, yeah. and I'm just kind of not about that. I'll do those when I have to. I'll do those in like business. Like he in a, steps to the front I know lapels. I know how to do it. You know what I mean? And it's like I can kind of in the situation do it, but I don't. It's not a thing I do. Like especially like in friends when I'm like hanging out with my boys, I don't like doing that weird like alpha male poking prodding bullshit thing. You know. But it's, I will do. I know how to do it. I will do it. But like, it's his style. He's from New York. He just. I feel like he just is that. His natural style is he can't help himself from. I don't think he's ever probably shook, shaken a hand normally. It's probably every single handshake he's ever done is probably calculated and manipulated to like win. You know what I mean? It's like that's just his mentality. And I'm just like, dude, I wouldn't want to hang out with someone like that for a day. But it would be funny to like videos. hang out with him, uh, seeing him, like to see him, like to be in a golf group with him. And watching him with like Justin Trudeau, like watching him. <laughs> or Macron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty good. That would be pretty funny. 
So I'm like that. I'm like, I would kind of like to like watch him, study him for a day, laugh at him for a day, but I wouldn't like actually like to be his friend or anything. I just think he's just so elitist, different world, you know? I don't know. I, I think he was raised kind of bourgeois or whatever, but there's still something of the street level mentality that I, I know it's real. That yeah. street level, like on the sidewalk, talk yeah. uh, that you can't you can't fake that that's not something that he got from a focus group that's well, yeah, just, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. his yeah. way of being which I understand I understand people from from the big cities you know from Boston New York Chicago um, Detroit like there's a certain Philly you know, there's a certain... Like roughness, toughness. Uh, yeah, you know. a certain street-wise... There's a backbone. There's more people have backbones. Than, yeah, Cleveland. Like yeah. self-respect and like pride in their, mm-hmm. like, in their selves and their works and their city. Yeah, that you, you can't fake it. You can't learn it. It's not scripted. It's just an attitude. I, I think New York attitude is... It's in the bones. It's in the blood. It's... Yeah. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. We definitely whack it out here. <laughs> I mean, we're not as bad as LA. LA is the worst, but it's just that mentality here of like, I'm just out for myself. I, I, I gotta advance, you know. There, it's more like I gotta, I gotta advance for my city. Mm-hmm. I feel like rappers here, like, I don't know, or like musicians or whatever artists here, are just very into like themselves and like their careers, you know, or like well, people just not? working on like. Well, that's true. But, like, I feel like the emphasis more, like, in those people's lives that are, like, if you're from, like, New York City, it's like, I'm from New York City, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my fucking city. Like, this is the culture here. Yeah, like, you're Long very, Island. like, they wear those New York hats. They're very, like, this is my fucking town, you know? Like you like, a, a Philly rapper. I always feel like it's, like, mm-hmm. bands not so much, but, like, rappers, it's always, like, he's an Atlanta rapper. Yeah, you know, it's, like, right. they're very about their, like, city and their well, culture they, and they their people, their regional, tribe, you know? Regional they're like, sounds, too. Like yeah, certain, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Certain beats that are particular to certain certain regions. But I feel like, like, like San Diego, it's, like, you probably might not even know. Like, San Diego rappers are just kind of like, yeah, I'm from, I'm from, I'm from L.A., <laughs> like there's not really that like actual like affiliation or like that tie to the I guess the pride of the community well, I, I, that's a weird way of saying it because I like I do think we I've do played a, I've played the hip hop versus punk rock event at the Tower Bar which they do um, I think it's every is it every first Friday I'm not sure but I've played it many times and every time there's been different rap artists and they're all local it's all different uh, people that MCs and they, they bring their laptops or, or their DJ uh, and they do their thing. I mean, so there's definitely some sort of scene. I, I'm not as yeah, tapped sure. into that as I am, of course, on the punk rock side. But every time I've played that event, I we've encountered different rappers. It's never right. been the same lineup. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Tower Bar's dope. Tower Bar. Oh, Tower I'm Bar be there is dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't stay up too late because I have to get up early as fuck tomorrow yeah. for the punk rock swap meet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Punk, wa- punk rock swap meet. Yes. At the, that at sounds the dope. 